you know, one thing we do need to do, and I learned this, I learned this from Seiku, I learned this from Eskia, I learned it from, you know, your dad, I learned that um, you have to be of service to others. You really, really, really do. You really have to be of service to others. And I think Ed kind of alluded to this. Um, and it's something that I kind of like, I saw you, I saw you guys do it. And I didn't, so I kind of like had a blueprint, but it was something that happened for me organically. Um, and that was being the service elders, being being somebody's parent, being somebody's father. Like, and um, I know there are times when I have students that'll tell me, you know, you're like a father to me. And I'm like, whoa, stop right there, time out. You know, I only got four kids. But yes, there's sometimes when you have to be, you have to be assertive. You have to be that, you know, that parent. And I think probably one of the reasons, you know, one of the many reasons why we didn't homeschool was because we wanted to be that example, right? We wanted to be that 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 person that said, hey, you know what, I'm a dad and I'm gonna look out for you. You know, I'm gonna be your uncle, you know. Um, and you know, during the summers, during graduation, I show up for graduations because, you know, their folks weren't there. So those just those little things, you gotta be of service to others. You know, you have to be really willing to um, not just be a, a, a dad to your kids, but also feeling like Ed was saying to other kids. So you have to be of service. And a lot of times that happens informally, right? Um, and I think we need to figure out ways to do that formally, right? So when you had like the Imani Foundation and how we mentored young people, um, you had Enropa, you know, um, which is like a national rights of passage organization. You right. Know, joining a rights of passage organization in your city. Uh, what I've learned is all major cities have a rights of passage organization. You just have to find it and sign up um, because they need as many of us to step up to the plate as possible. And also, um, when I'm, you know, when we mentor, it shouldn't just be like, you know, middle school, you know, high school, elementary. It'll also be um, a men of college age because they needed, they needed probably much more than those that are in, say, for example, high school, right? Um, they probably need that more so um, because they're not in a position where, they're not in a situation where they can be mentored by men, particularly black men. So we need to reach out to college age men as well and mentor them because they're about to become fathers themselves. They're about to, you know, start raising families, you know, usually a couple of years after they get out of college. So that we need to do that as well. Wow. Okay. So we have, we must be fathers slash mentors to other folks, kids and young adults, and we have to be of service to others. Uh, all right. And I'm also thinking, you know, Dan, you were saying that uh, last time that you just wanted us to start showing up at some of the PTA meetings. And this took me back to a, a organization called FIT, Fathers in Training here in Virginia Beach. It's that fatherhood initiative that you're talking about. So in, in the you know in seven cities we have one in each city in Virginia Beach is fathers in training and they have a motto of um, be present, be a protector, and be a provider. Be yeah, be a provider, be a protector, and be present in that order. Be a provider, be present, and be no I'm sorry it was be present all right be a provider and be a protector in that order. That's the order that it's in. And that's kind of what you were talking about in terms of with the PTA meeting. If we can be more present, I think then we can start dealing with some of the structural inequalities and some of the other governmental problems that are preventing some of our fathers from being the fathers that they want to be. So yeah, definitely we have to be present. When they talked about, you know, providing, they weren't necessarily saying you had to be the household provider because if you didn't live with your child, you know, there's someone else who's truly providing something for them, but you can provide to that provider. And it's something that you have to do, they have to be very obvious about. You have to provide to that provider. 
And that's what they taught with uh, fathers in training. And protect, it doesn't mean that you're going to be the superhero and put on your Iron Man suit. It meant that, you know, when they're dealing with some things, you're going to give them advice that protects them from harm. Whether they listen to that advice or not, whether you're going to get some flat because you ain't been in their lives and now people are saying, who are you to say anything? You ain't been around. As long as you keep giving good advice that will protect them from harm, at some point they'll start listening. So the thing was, you know, be present, be a provider, and be a protector. Uh, Crumb, you've had a really interesting fatherhood experience, right? All right, all right, right. Let's talk about that, man, because your children don't live with you. So how is it a little different? Because I know that, uh, you know, with Eddie, his kids live with him. You know, my kids live with me. Dan Trez, your kids live with you. What's the challenges of being a father when your children don't live with you? Well, I think a large part of it is, you know, the social workers. Our women have been encouraged to uh, part part ways with the men, you know? And um, I think you were kind of speaking to that to a certain degree, you know, you were defining these things. And, you know, even though I know you speak from a practical individual point, when we're dealing with these people who are most more so uh, following the government, you know, being a provider has nothing to do with anything except a monetary contribution. I don't care if you're the greatest dad in the world, if you don't give them what they deem uh, 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 righteous, then you're a deadbeat dad, you know? And these are some of the things that a lot of our young men are gonna find out early who may be with a woman who is more so gonna go with whatever uh, dominant society says, you know? And I personally feel as if I've been a victim of that, you know? Um, so. It's definitely been a hard struggle when you're dealing with, uh, you know, people who are going to go with the social worker, people who are going to go with the, you know, uh, the court system. I, um, I I challenged my son to do something and he, he had flaked out on me and I, I pushed him, you know, just like my father pushed me. And, you know, she told the cops uh, or, or the police, the courts that I was abusing him. You know, so I understand a father's plight in terms of being uh, 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 active because what we're going to see is this being interpreted as toxic masculinity. What we're going to see is where your alpha males like Malcolm X are going to die and your beta males like Al Sharpton are going to flourish. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Uh, yeah, I got to clap for that. Okay. <laughs> There's something right there. Wow. Wow. Uh, I, I, you know what? I get that. And, you know, I understand because I see that on a regular basis. And, they, you know, the system is not designed for men to be successful. It's not. For as fathers, it's not. It's not, it's not designed for you to, to be able to. But I tell, you know, but you, but you said the right thing. You were right on. You were right on point. First of all, the ministry of presence is a powerful thing, and you know what? Be there when you can be there. You've never. I've seen kids like so. My godson. I got a godson whose father ain't nowhere to be found. I ain't seen that Joker since baptism. Just dedication. And guess what? But every time they have men in schools at his school, what is he in third grade, fourth grade? I show up, and I stay. 
as long as I can and I'll follow his classes and to the point where I know the kids in his class and I've checked a couple of them in class and they know when I walk in the room or I'll just show up at his school. I'll just show up at his school. David, what are you doing? I told Lily Monty, I said, sweetie, Miss Destiny, I said, sweetheart, you talk too much. Why don't you let <laughs> And I gave them homework. I gave them homework. <clears throat> the teacher gave them homework. I said, so here's your extra assignment. Make sure it's on there. Hmm. I said, I said, you explain to your teacher what is so important that you have to talk about that you want to interrupt her lesson. Since you know so much in the third grade that you have to talk and the teacher don't get to talk. No, ma'am. But guess what? It's a it's about showing up. And when you talk about, and we have to teach fathers how to be present. And it's not always about, oh, the, don't be present for the big stuff. No, 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 for the little stuff. So if I got to, for real, if you got a problem at school, and so, and also, so, and I'm saying this because the new position I'm taking is part of it is graduate support. And so once I transition kids to their next step, I'm also providing graduate support to students and parents because a lot of parents, so if I'm taking, I'm transitioning kids to these uppity bougie, predominantly white uh, prep schools, and so I have to be able to make sure that parents can advocate for their kids. A lot of, it's not that parents don't want to advocate, they don't know how. They don't know how to walk into this situation and say, okay, so this is what my child has presented to me and this is what I think needs to happen. And so how are we going to make this happen? Wow, wow, wow. And that's, okay. and that's part of it, that I stay in DC, that I stay in the city because my last homeroom in DCPS you know, those those kids, those parents don't necessarily, I've, I realized that in the underserved communities in our cities, it's not that parents don't want the very best for their kids, but guess what? A lot of people don't know how to advocate for their kids. 